Hello and welcome to Mel's Weekly Waffles. Well, it's actually not weekly because this one is a month summary. Month summary post right total knee replacement. And I've told, called this one to Helen back because I think that's where I had been. It's fair to say that the last month has been the most challenging of my life. That might sound a bit dramatic, but I, I think I'm being sincere. The pain associated with a knee replacement is off the chart and cannot truly be described or fully appreciated unless you have been through this operation yourself and add to that an intolerance to opiate meds and you can only begin to appreciate the challenges that I have faced. I have actually kept a video diary since day six daily, the first day that I was really anywhere near remotely up to being on camera. The link for this can be found in this episode description if you want to watch those. So, week one and two post-op. I'm going to summarise these in two-week blocks. So week one and two, horrendous, horrendous pain. Pain that would frequently make me scream and cry. Pain that would make sleeping completely impossible. I also had massive, very painful bruising on the back of my leg. Um, on the back of my leg due to the fact that that's where the lymph nodes are and the lymph system is responsible for the transportation of fluids. So that bruise made my hamstring absolutely excruciating every time I tried to bend my knee, which added to the knee pain, bend the knee. Um, during this week, I was in extreme pain all of the time. Sleeping is impossible, getting comfortable was impossible, and I was struggling to eat anything much at all. I was also experiencing terrible narcotics withdrawal symptoms and I actually googled it because some of the symptoms were so horrendous and I wanted to make sure that uh, nothing was terribly wrong. Medical documents have found likened the oxycodone withdrawal to that of heroin. OMG, I was only on the drug for three days before I began to refuse to take it and that was because it was making me violently, violently sick. So moving my leg on its own, impossible. All the muscles refusing to activate. I had to have to lift it with my hand and I still can't elevate my leg up in front of me. I still have to lift it. Um, it's like it's paralysed or something. Even so, any movement caused excruciating pain. My foot twisting to the left or to the right, trying to bend my knee, anything at all. Totally unable to get into the front of a car and therefore was forced to get into the back seat and sit sideways. This was still a major operation though because I can't hold my leg up on its own and the weight of the bottom of my leg made my knee really sore when um, I bend it so I had to shuffle myself in backwards and someone had to hold my foot in order to get me into the car and that went on for the entire two, three, first three weeks. I seriously struggled with all of the exercises the physio gave me. Painful, frustrating, felt like a failure and shed lots of tears of frustration. Need two crutches to walk and even at that stage that was very slow, very laboured and very unsteady. I was not able to take my weight on that leg and stand on two feet unaided till almost the end of the second week. Even so, taking a step unaided at this stage would still have been impossible. Thinking that um, that would elude me during the time is knee flexion, things that elude me during this time. Can't, uh, knee flexion, still struggling with knee flexion without immense pain. Not able to walk very far without com feeling completely exhausted and not able to um, eat an almost anything without feeling very nauseous. So that was weeks one and two. Then we move into weeks three and four and a lot more things start happening in these two weeks. At the start of this period, I um, had the 41 staples removed from my knee. 
Now this um, is more than the 34 that I had in my ACL operation so they've gone over the top of the previous scar but it is considerably longer. This was like 41 little needle pinpricks, not massively painful but rather unpleasant nonetheless. I was now able to um, assess how much more sensation I'd lost due to nerve damage and I was warned of this pre-op and I pretty much can't feel anything down the whole length of this, my scar on the lateral side which is a patch that's extended from the small patch I used to ha have on the right side of my knee just that I lost after the ACL op in the 1990s. I have experienced it before and I was expecting it but it's still weird because now it's extended from above my knee right down to the beginning of my calf and I can't feel any of it and it's a bit weird and I have, still have to be pretty careful about giving myself ice burns because I have to constantly ice the knee and I can't feel it on that side. Although I managed to progress tentatively to one crutch in week three, I was still unable to walk very far, so I needed to borrow wheelchairs when we go out anywhere that requires walking, like markets, supermarkets, those sorts of things. Not amusing, quite frustrating, and I learnt a heap about looking at the world from down the low. It took two weeks for me to be able to confident enough to have a shower without assistance and almost that long to be able to get the knee bent comfortably to get my whole self inside the shower cubicle and sit on the shower stool that the hospital lent me. It's not much fun at all being temporarily disabled. Week four, I was finally able to get in the front seat of a car, but this was still uncomfortable as for longer journeys of about 20 minutes or so. Still much better than the back seat twisted sideways, which quite frankly was making me feel quite queasy. Then there's the blessed exercises. My quad still doesn't want to play ball, which I find mildly concerning. So now weight-bearing exercises that include wall squats and assisted hamstring curls, as well as balancing on one leg. The first time I tried to balance on one leg, I was totally terrified the leg would not even hold me up. It has taken that long to be able to confidently stand on its own and weight bear, and also taken that long to be able to, with concentration, walk a short distance without crutches and without a limp. I'm not that good at it yet though and I don't think I'd want to go outside without them. It's slow, it's painful, it's frustrating and I've not even mentioned the fact that I can't even get close to a full rotation on an exercise bike even if I put the seat up as high as it will go. This single little thing is still making me feel really stressed. I'll feel way better when I can finally achieve that one. Each time the sun is shining that would usually mean I go out for a bike ride but currently Nope, I can't. And quite frankly, I'm not a very patient patient. So the current situation is I'm coming up to five weeks and it's only been the last few days I've actually felt myself again, even though I still don't have a lot of stamina for walking very far and that sort of thing. But I've finally found, stopped feeling nauseous and my appetite's almost back to normal. Still working like a mad thing on flexion exercises. Lately, the incessant pain has abated and now I have periods where I actually have no pain at all. Yippee! I've got the flexion up to 88 degrees. Uh, so I need the magic 90 to be allowed to drive. So close. I've worked hard this week on almost nothing but exercises. So I'm hoping I see some results at my next visit to the physio on my weekly assessment on Monday. So wish me luck. Mm -hmm.